Did you put cheese in it? Yeah, I did. Okay. In the beans or the soup? In the beans. My mom just made refried beans. They're delicious. Like, like my dad. I was like, I have to make. You, I have to show you how to make them. And my my dad taught me already. They're off the charts. She's awesome. So she made pinto beans. I, I like like pinto beans. She made them today. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, bring me a can of condensed milk. She's like, do you want to make them? I'm like, yeah. Condensed milk with a tablespoon of mayo. And she's like, yeah, and you got to mash it, mash it, mash it. Those are the best. And then she put sh- cheese in it. Those are the best refried beans, aren't they? They are. I didn't realize that that's what the condensed milk was for. Yeah. Mmm. The best. They taste like Javier's. They do indeed. Uh, welcome to your Daily Smash for Wednesday, January 17th. 2024, I'm Rick. I'm Kelly. Wearing your pajamas again? Yes. I, it was so funny because I was reading your comments on the pajamas that you guys were like, where did you get those pajamas? Look how cute these are. Wait, hold on. Look at the bottom of these. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the ones that I had on, I looked and they didn't have um, the tag in There's the back. There's no tag. And so I went through all of them and they didn't have the tags in the back. I'm like... They sent me, when I was on the show, they sent me a bunch of cute pajamas, and I love them, and they're so cozy. Who's they again? Queen Park. I sent you. Queen Park. I went through my Instagram, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I'm going to find these and show all of you smashers where you can purchase these beautiful pajamas. (laughs) Uh, Coming up, Vicky is not cheap. I promise you. And some cool stats about where most smashers live. We were looking at our analytics earlier, not just here in the U.S., but around the world. We have a lot of messages, and we're going to get to them. A lot of people were upset about things I said. Yeah, they think you're a fat phobe. I'm not. (laughs) But I have some very strong feelings about what we endured on the plane on the way back with the large person next to me. I'm going to get to that. There's nothing worse. I'm telling you right now. I've been with bit two big, huge. Yeah, I'm claustrophobic. Huge guys. I was in the middle like this. Uh-huh. I had a panic attack. You did. And then I have to tell you a story about my mom. My mom, the story that happened. Okay. In when like in 2000. I want to say 2000. Maybe 1998. Maybe 2000. All right. The most. The funniest story ever. All right, so we have a lot to get to. But first, I do want to address the blur. A lot of you complained that part, Kelly's face was partially blurred for part of Tuesday's show. What happened, this was one from uh, Valerie who wrote, uh, is it my TV that's doing this? There's a big blur spot over Kelly's face. And April Ross is part of your chat. Valerie so. and April thought it was because I broke out in zits mm. when I was over there. And I was getting retin-A. <laughs> Do I have a zit here? Or I have a zit here? I was it here. I have. I broke out. That's not what happened. What happened <laughs> and they thought was, it was because I was. I broke out. And... No, because I posted um, the picture of the large man next to me. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here. And more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply on the plane and when the smash first went live at 1 a.m pacific time we happened to be up at three in the morning for some reason and so we looked at some comments and some couple people were like how can you shame that person you shouldn't have their picture and i was like oh i should i thought about blurring his face and i didn't at the time so let me just go now into youtube and edit that one portion and put blur over because it was rude we should never have shamed anyone agreed i there was no reason to show his face i agree it was my fault i'm sorry for that yeah see i i know how to apologize i don't no you do i try to apologize every day so that's all i do is apologize it turns out that it's really difficult after the fact to edit on youtube a show that's already out there but you don't want to take it down because then you lose all the views that you already have accumulated. And I knew that I could do it, and I did. I set it up for the blur, and I put the spot over the guy's face, and it takes like two hours to render. So I went back to sleep. But apparently when I did that, I also put that blur in a, somewhere else on the show. I didn't mean to do it. But I was just trying to protect the identity of the person who was sitting next to me. Oh, he was nice. He was a nice guy. There was no issue there. Yeah, yeah. I do want to remind people to subscribe here on YouTube. One of the things we learned in our analytics was roughly half the people who watch are not subscribed. Yeah, why do you watch and not subscribe? Oh, it's free. Just push the subscribe. It helps us. Yeah, it doesn't cost anything. And the anything. algorithm, like, you guys, we, it, you know, it's like, why is that? I mean, Can we, you show them? I will. I'll show you. I want um, to show you. Half of you guys are not subscribed, but you guys watch. The, uh, it's so rude. It was 52% of the watch time is from viewers who are subscribed. And 48% of the watch hours are from people not subscribed, which seems odd to me. And I also want to remind you to subscribe on Patreon.com, where we do our Rick and Kelly show. And we have some good stuff coming up for you this week. Stuff you won't see anywhere else. And that's what makes the Rick and Kelly show so great. It is. Exclusive content. Exactly. Um, we did get this gift several months ago, and I forgot to mention it at the time, and then I found the coffee on the shelf. I was like, oh, my God. And there was the letter that came. I love this girl. A couple of our patrons, Greg and Donna Daniels, they own the Latitude 24 Coffee Company. So we have Zooms, and they usually, we do it on the weekends, and um, and she, she'll she do it. She has, she lives in the Florida Keys, mm-hmm. and she... She'll, she'll like watch our Zooms while she's doing her uh, farmer's market. It's so cute. They, they sent us three different kinds of whole bean coffee roasts. Haitian blue organic medium, Bali blue moon medium dark, and Ethiopian Sadamo dark roast. We don't have a bean grinder. That's why they've been sitting on the shelf. We only have a regular coffee maker in the Hamptons and in the desert. That's it. This we have one, we, have yeah. we don't have one here. No, but I we have I'm going to take this to the desert. I'll, I'll, I'll buy a little grinder. Um, they also sent us these. But look, at, I want to make this because I love spices. I love spices. Yeah. Right here. And he's, I'm like, That's what Captain are, it's, it's called coffee spice mix. And he says, it's awesome. 
um, pork tenderloin, salmon, chicken thighs, bacon, uh, squash, sour cream for chips and veggie dip, mayo, uh, popcorn, goldfish, crackers, roasted potatoes, Bloody Marys, just to name a few. So I'm going to put the web their website on the screen. I'm going to just giving them a shout out because they sent us this very generous, very nice uh, sample. And I, I miss seeing them. I, I miss seeing a lot of you guys on, on Zoom. Like I miss Aaron. I miss a lot of you. They Lee also, said us Christmas things, you yes, know. Yes, very nice. They also sent us these environmentally friendly Keurig coffee pods. But we don't have a Keurig coffee maker either. So. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, no, we have the ones that ruin the environment, like that Nespresso. Right. We, we have them in the little things. We do... We're going to use this, and we're going to get a little grinder, and we'll use that in the desert, right? Mm -hmm. How long are coffee beans good for? Is there an expiration date on coffee beans? Do they, do they, not, do they go bad after? I love the smell of coffee. Me too. Anyway, thanks, uh, Captain Greg. No, and Donna. and Donna. So we looked at our channel analytics by cities. You want to hear our, our, the, the order of cities that, who most watch the Daily Smash. Mm -hmm. You ready? I'm ready. Los Angeles is number one, followed by New York, Chicago, Phoenix, which is like the four largest cities in America. Yeah. San Diego, Vegas, Houston, Toronto, Dallas, Melbourne, Australia, Sydney, Australia, Seattle, London, Philly, Atlanta, San Fran, Sacramento, Austin, Denver, Charlotte, Brisbane, Australia. So three Australian cities made the top 20. Wow. San Antonio, Boston, San Jose, Orlando, Tampa, Miami. That's weird. The three Florida cities all together. I know. Isn't it? Calgary, Irvine, which is right down the road, Nashville, Indy, Newport Beach, Huntington Beach, which is next door, Minneapolis, Hamilton, Canada, Portland, Oregon, Vancouver. So a lot of Canadian cities, including Montreal, is next. Then Raleigh, Columbus, Winnipeg's on there. Jacksonville, Dublin, Ireland made the list. Scottsdale, Detroit, Mesa, Arizona, not named for Mesa. And then rounding out the list, Perth, Australia, Cleveland, Fresno, and Adelaide. So I think I was five or six, six cities in Australia. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Good job. Huh. Good job. We're worldwide, yo. Yay. Those are the top ones. There's more, but I thought that was interesting. And then uh, we got, as I mentioned, hundreds of comments on, on our show. And some of them were about Vicky because we mentioned that she her maid was 20 bucks. Oh, God, yes. A lot of people got so upset about that. Yeah. Uh, listen, what she did. Okay, so she told us she's building up this condo. She told me these day laborers make $30. The construction workers. A day. Mm-hmm. $30 a day. 30 bucks. And she said she got a taco truck and she fed all of the, the workers at the new building that she's building. Just because she Just wanted because to. Just because she wanted to. Because she found out what they were getting paid. And trust me, okay, listen. The, the, the cost of living there is lower. Everything is lower. Right. Uh, the, the, to buy a house is cheaper. Everything is cheaper, you right. know. And people are like, oh, well, $20. Whatever the cost of living is cheaper there. That's the that's that's what inflation. This is why everything is so high. Why do you think people go overseas mm -hmm. to make that TV? They it, make that because the labor is cheaper. Right. 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 If they was made here in the United States, 
we would not be able to afford. That's why manufacturing is off off sea. Uh, you know, I don't think people understand the economics of well, things sometimes. I, I just <clears throat> and it is twenty dollars, but I'm sure she does pay her more. She pays. She's very, very, very generous. She is. Fra- Fratiani said, "Vicky, twenty dollars. Please bless your cleaning lady with more money. It is such hard work, and you clearly have it." And Missy Beebe said, "I was thinking the same exact thing, and she doesn't feel bad or guilty just paying the cleaning lady only twenty bucks. Everything Kelly said is true." I mean, that's the going rate. If you start overpaying for services, then you're going to spark inflation because all of a sudden everyone's going to start charging more. Everyone's going to have to start paying more and it's going to start spiraling up. And how does that help anyone? And I'm not saying that you and I get Vicky is a generous well, person. What, so it goes like, OK, uh, what is it called uh, where you make uh, um where the kids make a minimum wage. Yeah. We were like we were we were at McDonald's, twenty dollars for like a meal. Why do you think it's twenty dollars for that meal? It never used to be. You know why? Because the cost of minimum wage went up. Right. So who has to who who has to pay for that cost? The people we do. Yeah, we because got like, minimum wage went up. We got like a bit, a quarter pounder with cheese and fries and a coke, and it was like sixteen dollars. So that's that's how that's how it goes. When you start, when you start playing inflation and you start making the minimum wage starts going up, then it passes on to the costs to the consumer. That's this is how it what goes. I, what I wrote back to a couple of people was, I know it sounds crazy, but things are cheap there. It's all relative. They don't have the inflation we do. It's just a mm-hmm. different way of life. But yes, I'm sure she tips her. Thanks for watching and commenting. And and you know, you know what though I find really weird is what? like, for instance. My cleaning lady's three hundred dollars a shot. Yeah, I remember graduating from college, educating myself, working my ass off at the Arizona Republic when I first got out of college. I was making three hundred dollars a week, but I made commissions because I was in sales. Babe, but my but, first, my but first I'm re- saying, <clears throat> why is it that somebody who is you know not college educated doesn't have the skill set was getting and I was hustling, working my butt. Not that they don't. It's just. A different skill, like like a, a software engineer should make more than a person that's cutting lawns. I'm sorry, like I, I'm. It, it's my it's, first it's, reporting it's job. My first reporting job. I made two hundred and fifty dollars a week, and I was shooting my own material, editing my stories, reporting on them, anchoring the show. I was a fill-in anchor for two hundred fifty dollars a week. I, I was a college graduate. If she does three houses a day. 60 bucks a day, that's 300 bucks a week if she does three houses a day, five days a week. And that's cash money, and it's Mexico. It's it's Puerto Vallarta. It's, it's, so things are are a lot less there. Again, she of course she tips, but that's the going rate. You go, when, when someone comes in and cleans your house and they charge you $100, are you going to give them $200 just because you think $100 is not enough? You might, and good for you, but then everyone's going to start paying $200. It's going to cost you twice as much to get your house clean. Just like how I complain about the tipping. The tipping is out of control everywhere. Mm. Uh, I think. I always reward hard work. In my opinion. I do. I always reward hard work. And I typically will overpay for stuff. I do that all the time. Um, But it's it's, got to keep it in perspective. Uh, We got a really nice message from Christy Hart who said, You guys are so great together. Do not take each other for granted. You compliment one another. Congrats on a great show. 
show. I enjoy watching so much. Oh, that's so Thank nice. Thank you, Christy. And then this one from Brooklyn 9817. Rick, I think, think it is fantastic that you'll be speaking to students about journalism. You are someone who can explain the difference between all aspects of being a reporter. And Kelly, I thought your impromptu interview with the owner of Daiquiri Dicks was really good. Oh, thank you. I told her the same thing. Daiquiri Dicks. Yeah, it was a good Not interview. Not to be confused with Whiskey Dick. Right, that's what I said to the guy. I, like, <laughs> I don't even want to go there. This is YouTube. <clears throat> um, and then this is a really good one. From Lisa Marie, 8265. I love this one. <clears throat> Sorry, I have a little congestion. I have a safe word with my friend when we feel a disagreement or argument brewing. One of us will say, pumpkin. And we immediately stop talking about said topic. May I suggest you and Kelly have one. If you find one or the other is venturing into dangerous territory, so you don't have the haters or the YouTube police coming after you, just a suggestion, love your channel. Pumpkin, I'm going to say that. We're going to take your advice. If, so someone That's else so said funny. something about me interrupting you when you were just getting good. I was just getting it. And I was like... It's it's the way we've set it up here where we try not to get too political on YouTube. We say no, that it was the Patreon. Don Gumbelson. Everybody knows. Remember about the Don? She put that and you're like, I don't want to talk about that yeah. right now. She's already spoken about it before and everybody already knew. So it wasn't like it oh, was okay. we were saying anything uh, terrible. But she did. She paid that guy $2.5 million and uh, put an insurance policy on him. That's so smart. Oh, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about something And she else. put an insurance policy on Steve. I'm going to put an insurance policy on you. I need one. Huh? And then we're going to go and for then, a and short then, walk and then on, a wrong, on a long pier. See you guys? <laughs> True crime. True crime right here. Artists dorm. They act like they're all nice and sweet and they're loving. <laughs> and then they get, you know, they get greedy. It, it would have to be a really big policy. <laughs> <laughs> Artist Doring said, I enjoy your show. Please take into consideration that not all of your viewers are American before you talk American politics. So true. That's what you said. It's so true. I know. I just read whatever. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. Okay, We pumpkin. do have a lot. Look, we have like Perth. Pumpkin. Pumpkin. You sent me this. Well, because we exclusive. were with them. We were, saw him at the Nest. Right, we did. We, we saw him. He... He was at the Nest in, in Palm Desert. He was, a, he was a widower and he was having some kind of um, celebration of life at the Nest, which is like a kind of like a club restaurant. My, our friend Dodie owns it. Mm -hmm. And we saw him there. And it's my, a really girlfriend, fun place. my girlfriend Melanie's boyfriend just passed away, Bob the Billionaire, no joke, mm -hmm. from Minnesota and lives in Laguna and Madison Club. And he, he's a widower. And so I go, I was trying to push her, I was trying to push Melanie to go talk to him. Too soon. Suzanne Summers widower Alan Hamill says odd things have been happening in the couple's Palm Spring home since the Three's Company icon passed, and it seems Summers is still with us in spirit. Quote, I'm a believer now that there is an afterlife, he tells us exclusively. Ooh, do you think she's like around? It sounds, sounds like, like she's it. her presence is felt. I think that he was so in love with this woman that like they had a bond like like no other, those two. Like he, I don't they, know. What they happened. loved each other. I don't know what happened. To all the messages. I thought I put a bunch of messages in here about the, 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 the uh, my alleged fat shaming, and they're not here for me to read. So let me just sum it up. Can okay, I? Okay, go ahead. All right. So Why a lot I? of you thought that I was way too hard on the person next to me 
that it was that I was wrong to call out the the fact that he was much larger than the seat and that he was encroaching on my space and that it wasn't fair of me to criticize him that I guess it's the airline's fault for not making the seats large enough and that I was insensitive on this topic. And I that you're a fat shaming. That I was apparently I never used that word, by the way. Well somebody said fat phobe, that you're a fat phobe. Yeah, but I never said the word fat. No. I did say he was large, I believe, was my word. But the, here's the thing, and, and you might hate me for this, but I I feel very strongly about this, okay? The, we all know how big the seats are on an airplane, and most of us fit in those seats. If I'm sitting next to a stranger, and I'm leaning in like this on their side of the armrest, they're not going to like it. They're going to get out of my space, right? If I put my foot on their area below, you're, you know I'm going to hear about it. I'm not allowed to put my leg under the seat next to me when there's someone sitting there because I'm encroaching on their leg room. In the same way that if there's an armrest, you're supposed to share it. If I, like, hog the armrest or lean over that way, you're going to be mad. You're going to be like, hello, flight attendant, this guy's he's in my space. But for two and a half hours, the entire time I was on the plane for this flight, this person next to me is in my area like this. Well, can you put your belly like right? Yeah, like that. So instead of sitting normally, I had to sit like this. Now, I'm encroaching on Kelly's space, which is fine. I thought it was fine. Well, no, I can't claustrophobic. I'm like this. (laughs) You actually did fall asleep on me like this. Which I love that, that you put your head down on me and all that. That's fine because we're a couple. But if I'm going to do that to the guy next to me or the woman next to me, that's not okay. You're not allowed to go into their area. But this guy's in my area for the entire flight. So who's in the wrong here? I'm in the wrong for complaining because I don't have the full use of my area. I paid for this space and he's taking some of it because he's too large for his space. So... What's the solution, you ask? The solution is, if you're too big for your seat, then you need two seats. And maybe that's not fair to the heavier people. Maybe the airline needs to create a larger seating area for larger individuals. And you have to be plus 220 or 240 or whatever They do that at the arenas. They should do that on airplanes. That's pretty pretty brilliant. Okay. Right? Then they should do it. But I'm going to tell you right now, if they do that, you're going to have to pay a premium because space is at a premium on these airplanes. Maybe you can't afford first class, but if you were sitting up front, you would have more room and you'd be able to fit in your seat. But my ultimate point is, it's not fair to me or anyone else if someone next to me is taking up my space because they're too big for their seat area. And and I would get yelled at if I took your space, but I'm not allowed to get mad when someone takes my space because it's their, they're too big. I'm sorry, but this is the world telling that person you need to slim down a little bit. It's not healthy to be overweight. Yeah, but then you see some guys that are like freaking six six, like tall, tall, big, like long, players. yeah, and like long legs, and they're like, it's kind of sad for those people too. I feel a little, feel a little bad for those. I, I, and I thought you can't about help that. It. I, I understand that part of it, and you know that also lends to the ar- argument that you should have. A larger section, a, a section that accommodates larger individuals. Yes, I think that's true. 
But what am I supposed to do? Am I just supposed to sit there and take it? Is it just the luck of the draw? Like it's Russian roulette when, when, when you get on the plane that it's the seat next to you is empty? Well, no, we should have did what we did when we first went up there. We vet somebody who's little and we say, here, sit here. That's was, what we should I do. I was hoping. It was a full flight. Babe. I was hoping that we would have enough room that there would be some empty seats and that we, no one would sit between us. And that didn't happen, which is fine. On the way down, we had a thin person. I, I do have, I do have, I don't, I, I have a problem with people invading my personal space. Yeah. That's why. You wouldn't like it? If, if you're sitting there normally. I mean, I mean, I, I mean if, if I was you, single and they were really hot, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Wait, I got a story for you. You've heard this before. So I, it was probably like 2001 yeah. or 2000, something like that. I won a trip to go to New York. And uh, uh, basically you can either go business class or you can get two coats to go to New York. So I, I, I have my mom come with me. I think I was like 20, I was like 20 something. And like 25 or 24 or something like that. And I have my mom come with me to, like, New York. And I'm, like, claustrophobic. I usually like sitting on the aisle, because, especially for those long flights, because I have to pee all the time. I don't want to, like, bother people. So my mom likes to be in the window. So we had the middle seat. And this guy came in, and he looked just like Lil Wayne. No joke. And he had, like, a big, huge grill like this. Uh-huh. Funny guy, and it was like, you know, but we took a red eye, so we were all kind of tired. And my mom was like talking to him, we're talking, we're having a good time with the guy. And for whatever reason, I couldn't fall asleep. And so my mom had her like this, and we're, we're a coach. And we're, my mom was laying on the, on the, against the window like this. And I'm watching my movie, and I kind of doze off. And I wake up, and I had one of those flip phones that had, like, they didn't have, like, they have now, right? It was yeah. like, those Motorola pink ones. Uh-huh. And I took a picture of it because they had a little bit. They just started with the, the photos on the right. phones, right? And this guy was like this on my mom. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom's tiny, right? And he was tiny, too. He was like Lil Wayne. Uh-huh. And he had his mouth open like this. <laughs> this big grill like this. That's I cute. had a picture of it on my phone. Everyone was dying, dying laughing. It yeah. was the funniest thing. And I'm like, my, I, how did my mom not wake up to this guy sleeping on her like this? It was so funny. Anyway. Well, that is a good story. It was a good story. I wish we had that photo. I, I know. I wish I had that photo. Oh, we didn't get so. to in the news. Oh, yeah. In, in the, the news. Um, so the Emmys were last night. And better call Saul. Wait, did you, did you know this? We didn't watch the Emmys last night. No, we night. didn't watch. But did you know, uh, this is what, according to Vicky, that Vanderpump Rules was up for an Emmy. I did not know that. Yes. <clears throat> Vanderpump Rules so they was ha- up for an Emmy. They must have a reality TV category. Yeah, I, uh, the, the, the drag, RuPaul's Drag Race one. Oh. Well, RuPaul... Uh, Beat Better Call Saul, which ended its six-season run with zero Emmys. It was nominated 53 times over six seasons for a variety of different categories. Well, that's Rick's... Let me preface that Better Call Saul 
Breaking Bad, Rick loves. Loves. And then he likes this prequel of Better Call Saul. It's so, brilliant. Okay. So, so Rick has a, a a passion for Better Call Saul. It's it's headlined by Bob Odenkirk and Rhea Seahorn. They just finished their six season run. They were up for a bunch of Emmys, including Odenkirk, who was nominated six times for Best Lead Actor in a Drama. He played Jimmy McGill. And never won. And the show was up, as I mentioned, 53 different times. Zero awards. Snubbed yet again at the Emmys. You guys suck. The show is awesome. What do you and expect? They're woke over there. What do you expect? I, I, what I don't do you get expect? it. They don't care about good writers anymore or good actors. They care about woke wokeism. Yeah. Of so, course they're not going to win. So, uh, so you I, don't I think don't, it's I, fair. I hope that you uh, don't think it's fair. I don't, but I hope that you know you don't hate me for feeling uh, for feeling protective of my space on an airplane. I, I I'm, I'm I will sign the petition for larger seats for larger people. But I I would just prefer to uh, it, to not have to give up. Oh my, my god! Space. You know what just occurred to me? What? So we are planning our trip to Croatia. We're taking this cruise, right? Yeah. And we went to call the American Express because Rick has over a million, three million points. Or whatever. I've already used up mine points already on my American Express. MX points, yeah. And I, you know what we should have had her do? They were going to charge us, I think, like $10,000 to do layout, flyout seats. And then we had a transfer. No, it was seven grand for a round trip per person. Well, I thought it was ten grand. No, it's seven, seven, seventy-two hundred dollars. You know what we should have had her do? What? Which I don't. I've done before. Oh, three seats. In three coach, coach seats. <coughs> well, if and we, then we have hmm. our own. I can, I can, I can lay out flat. I oh, you like mean three like each this. or three together? Three each. You buy three coach seats. I've done that a million times. It's it's so awesome. I mean, you don't get the food or the drink or things like that, but I like my own space. Well, I love we that way flat see the difference. seat. We I, should see the difference. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll find out. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be less. It might be four, five, six hundred dollars a seat. So it'd be like, what would that be? Fifteen hundred each way. It's going to be about half as much. That's what I'm probably. saying. Honestly, given that choice, I probably still want to go up front on the lay flat. <laughs> I just love the service. I'm spoiled. I admit it. I always flew first for I business. I too. I've, I've always flown. But I, I can do three in a row. I'll look into it. Um, with like long flights like that, it's really difficult. It makes a, it, it especially makes a difference if we have to change planes, though, to have to be sitting up front because you're first on, first off, and it's just it's just an easier trip that way. But. If we can save a lot of money and then use that for something else, I'll look at it. I'd rather save the money. For me, I would. Okay. And then, like, have some awesome a hotel room. Uh-huh. And, like, where we're going to go to Italy. I'd rather save that money for an awesome hotel room than to be uncomfortable for a few hours. Good to know. Okay. I'll that's find just, out. Just, that's just my deal. Okay. And I'm sticking to it. All right. Uh, well, um... On that note, we hope you have a smash-tastic day. And enjoy, thank you for these. Enjoy your coffee. Yes. Yeah. And we'll see you tomorrow. All right. Bye, guys. Have a smash-tastic day. <laughs>